What's good, y'all? Your boy Brandon back again. Another episode of the On Run Podcast. This week is the first episode in the new studio, so I want to appreciate everybody that's been on so far, uh, supporting everybody, supporting on social media, all of that. Thanks to y'all. I decided to go ahead and upgrade, get our own little studio going. Yeah. It's gonna be our first episode. Uh yeah. this week we got the man Trendsetter in the building. T dollar sign, man. What's happening, y'all? What's happening in Vegas, man? We in the building. Super stoked for this interview, man. Shout out to Vegas, man. Uh, my boy, he out here working right now. Um on the run podcast is about to be something major out here in the city. So yeah, I'm excited. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, so I, you actually reached out to me, which is pretty badass. You're like one of the yeah. first people to actually reach out to me. Um, so I'm happy we were able to make it work, yes, able sir. to find some time in your schedule. Uh, how did you How did you find the pod? Uh, I actually seen your podcast through Bring It Back. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I love Bring It Back. They're probably like one of my favorite stores out here in Vegas. Right, yeah. Uh, they, they have like a lot, a lot of dope assignment stuff and uh, just a lot of just different stuff that I like to get you know, when I'm out shopping and stuff. So uh, I, I seen them, I think, repost you. And um, I went to your podcast uh, page and stuff like that, and I was just pretty impressed about how you were just starting off just in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, man, just happy to be here. I appreciate that, man. Shout out yeah. to Bring Back. Shout out to Giovanni for giving us that interview. Yeah. Um, super dope story. But, yeah, yeah I'm happy to be here. So tell us a little bit about yourself. I want to start off the interview, uh, let the people get to know you a little yeah. bit uh, on the artist side, maybe tell them what you do, that kind yeah, of stuff, so, what you got going on. Uh, Pretty much, uh, I just started doing music probably like two years ago. Um, most of my, my biggest records was like LaMelo, uh, Bankroll. Um, I was able to tour off some of those songs and stuff like that. And, um, pretty much, uh, my music, you know, it was pretty inspired by like a more of like a West Coast, uh, E-40, YG type of style. For sure. Um, OGZ type of thing. Um, those are some of my favorite artists that I like to listen to. And, uh, just mainly just, uh, just trying to put on for my city, man. Um, I feel like Vegas don't really have like that, that artist yet that actually came not out. Not yet, not yet. Um, so, um, I'm definitely trying to be one of those ones. Um, I'm, I'm born and raised from Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, for sure. I'm not from no other city but Vegas. <laughs> so, yeah, me too. Uh, I take pride in repping my city, man. And, um, as far as me as an artist, um, before I even start rapping, um, I, I was doing just promotions, just throwing like a lot of events and stuff like that out here in Vegas. Uh, I was the first to bring out YG out here, uh, did some concerts with Nipsey Hussle, Dom Kennedy. So, R.I.P. Um, Nipsey. Yeah, yeah, man. Rest in peace to to, to Nipsey. Was great, man, for sure. And uh, yeah, honestly, man, the, the 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 best thing about I think doing music and uh, when I first started off and um, just me as a as an artist is just the creative side. Um, just being able to get in the studio and create and um, just meet a lot of dope engineers and a lot of dope people that can help you even uh, grow your sound and uh, for sure become even more of a better artist. So um, yeah, you know, as, as far as my music, um, most of my records that a lot of people don't know, a lot of my records are all freestyles. Um, I've never uh, uh, had a pen and pad or anything like that. I never wrote any of my songs. Um, all those songs that you've seen, I'm done. Even uh, my most recent one, Real Love, uh, that was a fr- that was all a freestyle. Shit. So you just get in the studio and start flowing for real. Yeah, man. Just uh, just really, just honestly, just um, speaking what, what what's going on like um currently in my life, uh, what's what's from the heart. Um, I think what my song Real Love that I just dropped recently, that all came from the heart. Just pretty much, you know what I'm saying like current events that's going on in my life is how I really felt. Um, and yeah, just trying to put that message out there in the music. For sure, for sure. What part of town did you grow up on? So I, I, I grew up to on the southwest side of town. I went to Sierra Vista. Okay. Shout, shout out to the Mountain Lions, man. I, I, every interview, <laughs> I like to give them a shout out. Sure, uh, yes, that, that's where the blue and yellow came from, was, was, was from, from uh, Sierra sure. Vista. Um, yeah, man, I, I've, I've met a lot, a lot of talented, dope people that came from the southwest, I feel like, from the southwest side of town. Mm-hmm. Um, even kicking it from with Shabazz Muhammad. He went to Bishop Gorman. Yes, sir. Um, you know, I was there when he got his first chest tattoo and stuff like that. And uh, 
you know, uh, well, he ain't he ain't in the league right now, but yeah, we you know we smoked a yeah. blunt. You know, I smoked. I think I smoked his first blunt. Yeah. <laughs> I crazy. made that nigga smoke a blunt with me. I'm like, nah, bro, you have to hit this shit. You gonna go to the league? You gonna get millions? <laughs> a lot of people don't know that story, but you ain't in the league no more, nigga. But yeah, nigga, That's yeah, cool. I, I burned a blunt with him at the at the tattoo shop, but that shit was really dope. But uh, yeah, shout out to my guy Shabazz, man. Uh, I mean, Shabazz Muhammad and. Uh, See everybody on the Southwest, man. Um, that's that's doing something, man. A lot, a lot of people came from you know, from Sierra Vista or Bishop Gorman. Uh, they're they're doing a lot of big things. So shout out to everybody that that gave to go to Bishop or you know anywhere in that area. For sure. And so just running it back a little bit, how did you get into like event promotion, and then how did that evolve into sort of getting those artists such as YG, Nipsey Hustle, uh, R.I.P. How how did that evolve into that? Uh, I feel like, man. Um, when I was first starting off like throwing shows and stuff like that. Yeah. Like I was just a fan like like of just music, you know. I was just a fan of just of these artists. Um even even today, you know, still like, you know, the ones that I work with directly, I I kind of let them know that like, you know, you know, I met you as a fan, you know, like or I met you as, you know, whether we was just homies or we was just partying For together sure. or so stuff like that, but um, you know, what what made me really start off, you know, like promoting and, you know, converting into the music. Um throwing events, you know, it was it was cool, you know, and stuff like that, but I got I got tired of playing the black the back seat pretty much. You know? Yeah. Um, what I mean by that, playing the back seat, like it's cool being a promoter, it's cool being a man putting up the money, it's cool being you know what I'm saying the one booking everybody and stuff like that. But sometimes you want to be you know in the limelight. You know sometimes you want that spotlight. Sometimes For sure. you, you don't want to be in the back seat. Um, and I think that's why I wanted to start doing music because um, I do enjoy my stage my stage presence. I love being on the stage. I love interacting with my fans. So I mean, I feel like um, the only way to get my message across more and to build more of a better legacy, um, you got to get into the, you know doing music or doing something that's a little bit more powerful. For sure, was that a big adjustment for you? Because I imagine it takes a different set of skills being behind the scenes <laughs> than it does to be in front Hell of the yeah, camera. Yeah, that was that was that was a huge, huge, uh, big adjustment. Honestly, like doing music. Um, even now, like I'm not gonna sit here and uh, you know, sugarcoat or anything like that. Like I, I still go into like a lot of like. Uh, freestyle block where I'm not able to come together with words or you know I'm not I'm not uh the best rapper alive you know what I mean I'm not I'm not I'm not someone that's just like yeah, Lil yeah. Wayne where I'm just like spinning bar for bar like um everything is really just like off of just like uh my life story and then like when I make a party records um it's really just like me going in the studio just having fun just vibing out and just um really just having just being lit you know just enjoying myself uh I feel like that's the best the best way you can make music is when you go in there and just have fun um, you're not going in there, you know, trying to make sure you make the best record ever or trying to go in there and make a hit or go in there for any type of money purposes. You just go in there because you love music, you know, you just love to do it, you know, and uh, I think that's where I'm I'm winning right now <laughs> just because the record I'm dropping is, is, is called Coming Authentically about, you know, stuff that's really going on in my life. For sure. And how, how did you get into music? Was that something you always liked doing as a kid? Is that something you always dreamed of doing or did that come a little bit later in your life? Uh, I feel like it, it, it did come a little bit later in my life because... I ain't gonna lie, I was playing video games, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to play a lot. What were you playing? <laughs> I was playing Ghost Recon. I was oh, playing yeah. Call of Duty, and then I, kind, it, it kind of stopped right there. I feel like uh, when uh, you know, Xbox 360, you know, came out uh, at the ending of that, and I'm talking about this is a whole different era, you know. Like I was playing online, you know, like when the first Xbox came out, you yeah, know. Yeah, so yeah. like, <laughs> I was literally like uh, playing every day, you know, meeting people online, like you know, doing clan matches and stuff, you know, what I'm saying with these shooting games and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So. Um, I actually went to a, a event that I was working for, and um, it was it was a bunch of gamers I was playing, and uh, they were competing for two million dollars. And uh, it inspired me. I'm like, man, I'm like, if I have a son or a daughter, I don't care what it is. I mean, if they want to play video games, they can go ahead and play video games. Like, yeah. 
Because it's like, man, it, them kids out there, them boys was out there competing for $2 million. Yeah, there's a lot of money in it nowadays. And not even yeah. just at the tournaments, but people doing live streaming, people doing oh, like yeah. YouTube, influencers. So just, just like how I'm on Instagram Live now, like uh, yesterday I, I went live. I was just playing around. Um, I was inspired, pumped, you know, saying to come here to honor run a podcast. Yes, sir. So I was like, you know, let me go live. So I, yesterday I was going live and some streamer dude hit me up. Uh, no, he, like, he didn't hit me up, but he just commented on my live. I, I don't know who he was from a can of paint. But um, shit, God be the glory. He was the plug. <laughs> like I, he, he was like he commented on my live. He was like, "Hey, bro, I'm trying to hop on your live." Like you know, what I'm saying? he's like, "Add me." So you know, me, I'm you know, I, I ain't gonna lie, I was faded, I was high as hell. I'm like, you know, fuck, it. I was like, fuck, it. I'm gonna just go ahead and add him. So I added him on my live, and, and bro had my live jumping. Like I mean, it went from like 50 views to like <laughs> he had my views at like over 120 views. Like uh, yeah. he definitely had had a, a a very very strong fan base. Um, that that streamer world is real. That Twitch world yeah. is real, like you know, uh, these, these dudes are—they got people lined up, and it's just getting you know? started still. Like yeah. it's still real brand new. Yeah. So, yeah. so if y'all watching this interview, man, <laughs> look, listen. If y'all watching this trip center, man, like I told y'all, person, I see a lot of y'all streamers. Y'all need to help out a lot of these rap rap artists, these musicians, mainly the rap the rap community. You know, what I'm saying, come on, come on, and come surface our way. You know, DDG, a lot of y'all. Shout out to my boy Damon. I know he's doing his thing with the Twitch, but yeah, man, Twitch is Twitch is the new wave right now. They, they, yeah. It's it's not about being a rapper no more, man. It's, it's about <laughs> it's about being a gamer, man. It's about being oh, a streamer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Games and also <laughs> just like entertainment, like because yeah. you're able to just have it on set up at home, turn that yeah. shit on whenever you want, yeah. and then you're live. You're able to get people entertainment right to their home with yep. instead of having to go and then search on it. You're, you're right there, you know. Yeah, yeah. Locked so, in. So yeah, like I said, like the the streaming lifestyle, like I, they they got me so like I, I see it with my eyes firsthand. Yeah. Like to where it's like, dang man, like y'all really got people lined up. To like sign autographs stuff like that, so it's it's impressive, man. But that's this what this people don't understand is, a lot of the times, whatever art you do, if people fuck with you as a person, yeah. that's worth like ten times ten as times much more. as yeah. just yeah. as an artist, you know. Because <laughs> yep. for example, let's say you you're a rapper, right? Let's say yeah. tomorrow you want to open up, I don't know, any other kind of business. Yeah. People are like, I don't care about that. I, I want to listen to his music. That's it, yeah. you know. Exactly. But if they're like, I fuck with this man because of how he thinks, because of how he behaves, because yeah. yeah, he's authentic. They're like, fuck it, whatever yeah. he starts, I'm gonna go support it. You know. And and, and, I, and I was trying to I was trying to tell some people that I was like, I was like, man, it's like, it it, it it ain't about being the toughest in the room. It ain't about being the coolest in the room. It ain't about trying to pressure people and trying trying to press. Shit, you could be working in the nine to five field. It's not about trying to pressure employees. It's about just being yourself. You feel me? Just you know, you ain't gotta do none of that. You know, even if even if you feel like you know your 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 employee or somebody you work with you know they they want to be the toughest person or you you want to make them feel good or you want to just you know keep everything you know what I'm saying you know to 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 a medium level which I understand but just be yourself man like you you don't got to you don't have to do nothing to impress nobody in this world and that's my biggest advice to everybody exactly what you just said right there man is just being authentic you know cuz that's what I I really really pride on being especially with my music um my brand and just my life in general you know whether things is going up you know or whether it's going down I want people to understand, like, you know, we all human, you know, whether if, you know, you look at me as a celebrity or you look at me as, as a regular artist, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a human before anything, you know. Yes, sir. I'm, Everybody I'm, goes through the same thing. Yeah. And it's, it's so crazy because human beings have such a unique ability to be able to recognize when someone's authentic when they're not. Yeah. You just, by the way they speak, by the way they yeah. move, you're able to tell, like, nah, you are, that yeah, ain't you, exactly. you know? So. Yeah, and, and, and the main thing, too, is, is, like, I don't just do music for just money, you know, like. I, I, I do music for, for my fans, you know, to, to be honest, because a lot of people love my music, you know, like, like there was a lot of songs that I dropped that I didn't really think that were going to, you know, make a lot of noise, but, um, shit, I was blessed to be able to go tour, I was able, uh, able to do a couple shows off my name, 
And um, it, sometimes when you go to different states and you get around different vibes, you know, um, it really, really motivates you to be like, you know what, man, I, I, maybe I can go sell out an arena. <laughs> or, yeah, for or real. maybe I could, you know, touch uh, 20 or 30 more people, you know, lives or uh, make that connection with them that's going to really stick, you know. And right now I have connections with you know, a lot of my fans, a lot of my supporters to where it, it just stuck, you know, just off of just those performances and um, some of the shows I've done in the past, you know, that matters, you know, showing face does matter. Where where have you been able to perform? So um, I'll, I'll name all the, all the ones I've been, and I'll name my favorite ones. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been. We'll get into this. So pretty much, like I've been to Tucson, Arizona. Um, that is one of my favorite cities. Uh, when I did the show out there, they were they were literally rapping my music word for word, which I had no clue. Um, so I tell people like that, like you know, st- stop thinking that it's just about it's just Vegas. A lot of people, you know, that's in Vegas, you know, they go to Arizona. And then, you know, Arizona people support. <laughs> yeah. You know, they, they don't got really much going on out there. A lot of these states don't have much going on. You it's know? Cali, Vegas, Arizona. A- Arizona, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. like when I went to Arizona, I had no clue that Tucson was a prime market in this in the United States, you know, because in Tucson, it's such a small area, but a lot of people out there support. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like there, um, I performed there. I performed in Portland, Oregon. Um, Portland, Oregon's really dope. Um Shit, hopped, hopped off stage out there. You know, everybody was offering me everything under the sun. Like, because, <laughs> you know, the drugs out there is legal, you yeah, know. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Portland, I'm not going to lie. Y'all, y'all show love. Um, Seattle, I sold out in Seattle, um, which was very surprisingly. Uh, you know, I was laid up in the hotel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, with a chick, I ain't going to lie. I had no clue that the show was even popping. You know, I didn't know no clue that people were waiting on me to come, you know. And that was really dope experience. That was one of my best experiences in my life. Uh, just showing up to the show, being treated right. Uh, promoter was on it security you know what i mean like you know yeah. like that's a big factor you know a lot of things i don't do is because you know it's it's like once i do my research on you or just in general it's like i can't show up if there's no security you know what i mean and a lot of people don't understand that like oh yeah like he don't want to come to like because he's scared like nah, i ain't scared even it's, it's just it got to be security yeah, yeah you know what i mean like it's professional know, at the end of the day. Prof- exactly. You're not gonna so, see. You're not gonna see fucking some the run, of the biggest on, names ever. Podcast. I did my hey. research on you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a professional podcast. This is someone that's trying to actually do something positive out here for the scene yeah. of Las Vegas. You know, he ain't out here playing around. He's doing something positive for the scene. So you know, at the end of the day, I, I pulled up. You know, solo because at the end of the day, he's doing something positive. But uh, back to the cities. Uh, yeah, I went to Seattle. Sold out there in Seattle. Um, went to Minnesota. Got my chain snatched out there. As we see, I'm out here naked right now. How do I? We we gonna come back to the story after. We gonna come back to the story. Okay, okay. So yeah, um, Louisville. You feel me? It's popping out there. Um, the the main city I went to. Uh, where else? Uh, San Diego. It's a little. It's a little rough out there. I'm not gonna lie. San Diego. I probably won't be back for a little bit. You know, San Diego. You know, you gotta go out there with the right security. You know what I'm saying? San Diego, Diego, man. You know, yep. they, they really making you check in out there. You know, it's like yep. it's, it's it's crazy out there. But San Diego showed me love. I did a show out there. I made it out alive. You know, I did a show. Y'all, y'all show me love. Y'all, y'all on my top of the Spotify listeners, so I know y'all listening. So I love, um, you know, San Diego, man, for sure. Uh, L.A., of course, I did L.A., but, you know, it's another city. You know, right now it's hot. L.A., hot. Everybody beefing out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy in L.A. Yeah, it's, it's always been crazy in L.A. Man, but but it's to the point where, like, the, the, the young niggas that I did a song with out there in L.A., like, people that I paid features for, stuff like that, you know, they beefing, you know what I'm saying, out there in L.A., yeah. so it's like... It it makes no sense for me to go out there yeah, yeah, and even yeah. campaign, do this, that, and the third, and then y'all out there beefing with each other. You know what yeah. I mean? And I'm not finna get into y'all making. You're not gonna you know get caught in the middle of everything. Yeah, because I I, I I fuck with both sides. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. So it's like they like you know, it's all business to me. You know, I hope y'all understand that. Like it, it ain't this ain't about no gang shit, none of that. Like it's really all business. So 
Yeah, LA, yeah. I did LA, you know, I ain't gonna lie. I probably did like 100 people plus in LA, you know, not that many people. LA is a hard market, but they show love out there. You know, I got a lot of fans out there. Um, OC, um, I sold out out there in Orange County. Um, Orange County, for any artist that's watching this, Orange County is probably one of the best markets you can go out and go network. You know, if you're trying to get a good show out there, if you're trying to get around some really good promoters that are legit, um, I can honestly say I've, I've never had a bad experience in Orange County. Like, you know, I even did a Chief Keef show a long time ago. You oh, know, shit. Yeah, I did yeah, I did show Chief Keef, and uh, it was like 3,000 people in the crowd. <laughs> it was with the same promoter. Shout out to Droops. Much love, Droops. Um, out the house. Um, yeah, I did a show with him, you know, Chief Keef. And um, man, you said you say one mic, one thing on the mic, literally people are screaming. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and then they're just showing love. It don't, it don't matter if you Joe Smo from Walmart. It don't matter who yeah. you are. They're coming to turn up. Like Chief they're coming Q to party. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Chief Key, they're showing love. So um, yeah, man. Um, Orange County is dope. Yeah. So those are some of the main cities, to be honest. All right, for sure. Well, walking it back, Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> What's up with Minnesota, man? So yeah, boom. So Minnesota. What happened out there was did a show out there. I'm, I'm gonna keep it real. I was out there, I, I was, you know, got tapped in with the wrong people, you feel me, like the wrong niggas, to where, you know, as soon as I touched down, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, all, it's all beautiful, it's all snow, I'm yeah. thinking everything, Gucci, Gabbana, you know, I, I, got, I got a little too excited, you know what I'm saying, I'm, you know, I'm happy to be out, you know, in the East Coast, you know, I'm in a whole different state, you know, I'm headlining a show, you know, just every show I've done, you know, you've, you've seen I've done, you know, if y'all see my Instagram, people that know me know, you know, I've been doing all this by myself, headlining, you know, I, I didn't have no label, I'm not signed. Uh, there was no homies out there with me. There was nothing. I was hitting state to state by myself. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So I was traveling by myself like that. Okay, there was okay, no fear man. in my heart. Like, <laughs> yeah. So boom, got to Minnesota. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm tapped in with all the artists that's opening up for the show, whatever, the people that booked me and all that. I get there. I had no clue that they, you know, they had like, anything about like they, they was plotting. It was just, I'd had like, I mean, you got a little bit of a clue, you know what I'm saying? Because, you, know, you know, it's a big person coming to the city, you know, you're a celebrity. You know they they got they got your day planned out for you. You know, yeah. So I get there. You feel me? They like, oh yeah. Well, you know, tonight we're going to the spot. You know, so, you know a bunch of performances. You know, taste of Rondo. You know, what I'm saying, you know, we want to take you to the show. You know, you know, come support some of the other Minnesota artists. Come meet some other people. I'm like, oh, that's all good. So as soon as we get there, you know, I'm like, man, where the weed at? You know, I'm gonna get some weed. Boom, I'm all in a section. You know, what I'm saying, I'm spending money. I'm you know going shopping. You know, you're doing all the wrong things. Yeah. <laughs> That you're not supposed to do when you yeah. go to somebody else's city, you know what I'm saying? You spend especially, too much by money. Your, especially by yourself. Especially by yourself, yeah. You feel me? And at the same time, too, it was money coming in. So it was like I'm on like like I'm I'm trying to tell y'all as an artist, like when you got when you got a platform, when you at a certain level, man, like take your ass on tour, man. Like tour is the best shit. You feel me? Because tour, man, you could literally, you know, maximize off your budget. You feel me? Like like I was on tour, I was traveling, I was at the airport, you know, people sending me money. You know, it was money coming in, you know, like, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. what you want. You know, you want money coming in while you're spending it. <laughs> so it's like, it was a beautiful thing. So long story short, you know, they females, you know what I'm saying, you know, that they were introduced me to and stuff like that, you know, you know, fresh meat, you know, like, you know, they, they see me, you know what I'm saying, they rocking with a nigga, yeah. you know, I take one home that night, you feel me? She like, she asked me, she's like, oh yeah, you want to stay a night at my house? And I'll give you the, the exclusive all the story on the run. This is exclusive, exclusive. So... <laughs> She, you know, she's like, you want to come to my house? I'm like, yeah, for sure. Like, you know, I ain't turning that down. You know what I'm saying? She's right, right. I'm like, all right, bet. So we go to her house. So we go to her house. Boom. I didn't know that they were going to start feeling some type of way about me going to go to old girl house. I didn't know that, you know what I'm saying? They liked her and all that. It's just all a bunch of just secretive, you know, crush shit and all that. But at the end of the day, you know, I'm out of town. Or, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, this, this y'all girl, you know, she on me. So I go to her house. We stay at night. You know, we do the okie doke. That shit over with. <laughs> you know, boom. The next day after, you know, me and her, you know, we did, we did, it's night's over. 
it's just nothing but just weird vibes, you know, like, like they wasn't really fucking with me. Like, not in the sense of where it's like, okay, like, fuck this nigga, but it's just awesome. Like, okay, like, all right, we see what he on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he coming to our city. Like, he taking over. Yeah. Bet, that's what it is. Boom, it's show night. You know what I'm saying? We, we heading out to Dilworth, Minnesota. It's three hours away from Minneapolis. So it's like, I need people to understand, like, I got fans in Minnesota, but it's like, it's not Minnesota. Like, you might go to Arizona, just like I said at the beginning of the interview, like, you know, but you got to go to Tucson. We ain't trying to go to Phoenix, you know, we're trying to go to Tucson. Yeah, you know, yeah. where's cracking at? <laughs> Phoenix is popping too, but, you know, Tucson, you know, y'all show love. Some people want them fans, you know what I'm saying? That's really going to buy and all that. But anyway, long story short, we go to Dilworth, Minnesota. That's three hours away from Minneapolis. So I already had my way out there. You feel me? I was already going to go out to Minnesota regardless, like to, to Dilworth, Minnesota. Like I didn't need them. I didn't need nobody. The only thing I need them for is to come break that bread. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like when the night's over. And on top of that, I already had ties with the venue. So the venue was already going to make sure I got paid regardless. So just like, just let y'all know, like, you know, me as an independent artist, like, Every tour day I did, like, it was either through a booking agency where I was getting paid up front. And a lot of these I was booking all by myself, like, just booking the venues, coming out of the pocket, paying for the venues myself, um, making the relationships with these promoters, these openers, stuff that a lot of you artists don't do because you're lazy. So anyways, <laughs> it's real easy to set up your yeah. own tour independently. So boom, that's free game. So look, boom, we, we, we you know, we all getting ready to go to Dilworth. They come up with this grand idea, like, you know, oh, yeah, like, you know, let's, Let's book a party bus. I knew nothing about no party bus. You know what I'm saying? Like, I knew nothing about them booking no party bus. I knew nothing about them booking a party bus to drive all the way three hours to take a three-hour fucking ride in a party bus to Dilworth, Minnesota for us to leave Minneapolis. So, peep game on the story, y'all. So, I'm like, all right. Y'all booking a party bus? Fuck it. Y'all booking a party bus. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm down to come. You know what I'm saying? You invited me. You want me to come? All right, cool. I'm down to come. We go three hours. Dilworth, Minnesota. We're driving three hours all the way to Dilworth and a party bus. We get to the show. Come to find out, they didn't even pay the party bus driver. <laughs> so they just booked it. And like, you feel me? Like, bro, you didn't even pay didn't even pay the party bus driver. That's crazy. They had me on the bus, you feel me, like, as a decoy to basically think, oh, this nigga Trent said it got buddy. So if he all hell pay. breaks loose, we're going to finesse this nigga and ask him for some bread at the end of the night and have him pay for the party bus. So boom. Party bus driver, thank God he already peeped game. You feel me? You know, cause I don't, you know, I don't want nobody driving out there wasting their time. But you know, what I'm saying, bro, already peeped game. From what I heard, you know, what I'm saying, I'm already inside the show. I'm already inside the venue. I'm backstage and all kind of shit. <laughs> like I'm chilling. You know, I'm yeah, handling yeah, my business. Yeah. I hear the party bus driver. He 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 complaining. He like, man, I'm you know where my money at? I want to get paid. They not trying to pay the party bus driver. They ain't got no bread for the party bus driver. Why did y'all book a party bus and invite thirty people? <laughs> Like thirty plus people, all y'all people on the party bus. Yeah. So already, already just that I was already outvantaged. It's y'all people on the party bus. It's just me. I'm out here thugging in y'all section. You know what I mean? I'm by myself. Right. You feel me? Man, these Minnesota niggas, man. Yeah, you Minnesota niggas. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know what's up. You Minnesota niggas. Now you can't go back to Delworth. <sighs> Now you banned from Delaware. Now you got to find it. So like, you feel me? So You're like, like, I don't even want to go back. I will never go back to Minnesota. <laughs> unless I got an army with me. But literally, like, literally, so look, Minnesota, like, literally, there was no point in that. So y'all booked the party bus, okay? Bro, bro want to get paid, you know, the driver or whatever. They come to me. Oh, yeah, you know, we need money for the party bus. I instantly turn up. I'm like, nah. 
know what I'm saying? What you mean you need money for a party bus? I ain't knew nothing about no party bus, did that, that, and that, and third. You feel me? The niggas had me held hostage in the back of the venue. You feel me? I was in the back of the venue held hostage. You feel me? Me being a real nigga, I was able to break free. Why y'all niggas talking? You feel me? Y'all niggas was able to break free. It was like it was like at least 15, 20 niggas in the room. And the nigga was able to break free. So I boom, I break free, you know what I'm saying? I'm in the middle of the venue. You know, the, the owners, you know what I'm saying, the venue, nobody knew I was back there held hostage. Yeah. Like it could have went like real wicked. Like could have so for people saying, Oh, you should have did this, that, that, and the third, like ain't no shoulda, coulda, nothing. Ain't no John Wick. <laughs> like, bro, I ain't just <laughs> bro, I just watched that movie. Like <laughs> I just really watched that movie. And I was trying to tell people, like, bro, like, nigga, I'm not John Wick. You feel me? At the end of the day, like, we inside a venue in Dilworth to where, like, they're not even wanding you. Like, like, there's no wanding. Yeah, yeah. There's no, like, scanners. Like, <laughs> like you come in there with a burner, you come in there with a burner. Like, yeah. like there's different laws in every each city. I need y'all to understand that. Real education. So, boom. I'm not boo-boo the fool. Like, <laughs> I'm not dumb. Like, you know what I'm saying? I love my life. Trish said $3. Like, <laughs> I'm not freaking let y'all kill me over a $3,000 pendant. But, yeah, I do miss my chain. So, look. I'm inside the venue. I break out from backstage. You know what I'm saying? Because I was held hostage. I come out, come to the front of the venue. That's when the security in the venue are like, whoa, what the fuck is going on? You know what I'm saying? Like, why is this nigga running? Because I'm running from the back. You feel me? And that's when them niggas had me pretty much held it up in the corner. You know what I'm saying? While we was in the middle of the venue. And that's when, you know, we, we all have an altercation. We talking. You know, one of one of the rappers, you know what I'm saying, that was there, you know, he came up to me, you know, got a little too close. But when there's so much going on, you looking at 10 different other niggas, you know what I'm saying? You trying to watch, you know what I'm saying, which one right, going to swing right. first. Like, so that way if I do got to get off, nigga, like, <laughs> I can at least defend myself. But nigga snatched my chain. You feel me? He got too close and snatched it. So he was able to come up. So, um. As far as anybody touching me, like physically, to where I got beat beat up or beat down, like that didn't happen. I'm not now. I'm not saying I'm fucking Suge Knight. You feel me? Nah, did he get on? Did he get on Instagram live with it though? Did I get on Instagram? No, no. Did he get on Instagram live oh, with yeah, the chain? Thirsty nigga. Yeah, like like they done came up on some like some ten thousand like, but like they did it all for clout. Yeah, I mean, so yeah. it's like for me, it was like a, it was like all right, like y'all did this for clout, but it's like. At the same time, I'm an independent upcoming artist, so like you're giving me free buzz, but at the same time, it's still a bad look because it makes me look bad, makes my city look bad. So like I'm I'm fucking pissed that shit happened. You feel me? Yeah. At the same time, but it's like it's only so much you can do. Like it's not that a nigga came in there, scammed them, or tried to finesse them like that. None of that happened. Now as far as me charging for openers, yeah, y'all got it on video. Yes, Arizona, Portland, everybody, every city. Stop playing. Y'all know the truth. We know the truth. Yes, everybody had to pay. No, you're not hopping on my show for free. This is business. When you go buy a fucking car, when you go buy a TV, when you the same thing you other promoters be doing. Y'all be charging for slots. Want to be a big-ass artist. It's the same thing. I'm an independent artist with no label. There's no budget behind me. There's no secret investors. No, you have to pay. Like You're not going to get on my show for free. So, yeah, there was some niggas in Minnesota that paid to open up. So it just wasn't just like a complete loss. Right. But at the same time, it's like that narrative was thrown out like, oh, yeah, he's a scammer. Because people don't know that. They didn't know the truth. Yeah. Artists that was there that was supposed to perform, you know what I'm saying? You know, forgot his name, you know, but um, he paid me. You know, I I fetched him, you know, through Instagram. You know, there's there's 10 million ways to get the dough. (laughs) I fetched him, found the artist, found out he lived in Minnesota. He paid 300 to open up. That artist did not get to perform. Why? Because I got my chain snatched. 
Is that my fault? Yeah. <laughs> no. You blame the muddle yeah, ass yeah, niggas yeah, yeah, yeah. that was there that fucking snatched my chain. Now, now if we if everything would have been Gucci and Gabbana, and if everything was good, then I would have probably still performed. I'm the one that said I wasn't performing. Once I started seeing it was drama, and there was no there was no party bus uh, driver paid off or nothing. I told the owner backstage like I'm not I'm not performing. To this day, I still think he has something to do with it too. I feel like it was a setup. Everybody know everybody. You feel me? I told him I'm like yo I'm not performing. I'm backstage, so I'm not performing. Right. Until that shit get quick, like, get, like, until that shit get right, I'm backstage like I'm not performing. And you ended up not performing? I already had money in my pocket. Yeah. You feel me? That little, the little money that, that, that I did have in my pocket, they was end up coming up off that. They came up off that. It was probably like $200, like less than that probably. And I was off the door, off Minnesota door. So there was money getting made that night. I was, make, I was making money from the door, opening slots like I told you before. It was just no point of performing. It was drama. Y'all came out here. Y'all done finessed the party bus driver. <laughs> you know what I mean? Y'all, he might have been in on it too. You never know. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like, it was all just it was all just drama. It was all chaos. Yeah. To where I just wasn't with it. So as far as stuff like that, my best advice, even for myself, or for any upcoming artist, independent artist, if you're about to go on tour or about to go anywhere, just have some security. You know what I'm saying? Have the proper security. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to be out flashing or whatever the case may be, like have some security, you feel me? Like right now, my neck, you know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's empty now, but you know, I plan on getting some new chains and stuff like that. When y'all see me out, I'ma have security, you know. So that's just that's just my that was my my bot lesson right there. Yeah, <laughs> some lessons are more expensive than others, but shit, at least yeah. you learn. But it's like for people saying, "Oh, you should have swung," or "Oh, you should have fought back." I had somebody tell me that, and I had to I had to pull them to the side, and then there was somebody ear hustling, and they were listening too. They were like. They were like, no, did you see what happened to to take off or whatever the rapper that that died? Oh yeah, yeah. It's ain't nobody finna fight back, bro. If it's twenty versus one or if it's if you outnumber, do not fight back. <laughs> do not fight back over no chain. Do not fight back over no money, over no Rolex, over that. Go get you something like this is how you see this grill in my mouth. You just gonna take my grill in my mouth, you dirty nigga. <laughs> I mean, hey, I wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> right, niggas. That Some thing, people don't <laughs> care. Yeah, yeah. But it's like that type of shit. It's like they that down bad. Don't, yeah, don't. You know, just, just don't do it. Don't go places alone. Watch you hanging out with. Watch your surroundings, and that's all I can really say. You know. So, all of this to say, you do all your bookings yourself. Do you have a manager? No manager. So everything is you. You run but your social I'm media. Everything. At the time I was, I was on tour. There was I had a shit ton of inquiries. Like there was a lot of people yeah. that were trying to manage me, do that, do this, and third. But when you on your high horse at the time, like like you know, you feeling yourself. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, I was feeling myself at the time. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I don't need no manager. You know what I mean? I'm like, like I'm already on tour. I'm already on the road. Like some people move too slow. It's not me being a, you know dumb or an asshole. Like no, nah, it's, it's more so like, okay, like how did you come after the fact? Like, you came afterwards. Like, you see me going on tour. You've seen dates now. You've seen this. Oh, yeah, let me jump on the bandwagon. Like, that's kind of like, are you taking, or you want to take credit for my success? Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want that. You know what I mean? But even if you would have came beforehand, then you believe in the movement. Just like you. Yeah. Like, you don't, you don't know who the hell I might, like I might be somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People that keep going eventually go somewhere, right? Exactly. So it's like, if you keep going, you keep doing something, and you keep repetitively keep going hard on it, what's going to be the outcome? You'll get somewhere. You'll get somewhere. You yep. feel me? So it's like, I tell people that never sleep on nobody. Because there's artists I've slept slept on, like Dizzy Wright. I've done plenty of shows with him. YG. You know what I'm saying? Nipsey Hussle. You know what I'm saying? There's people that that's on 
that that know me personally, you know, like Molly Mall's artists, jazz, like a lot of people, I've, I've spent money with them, but it's, it's like, are you fully invested in their career? Because if you, the one part time or the one, you know, no notion to where you're like, okay, now I'm sleeping on this person, and I don't really believe people feel that. People can see it. People, people can especially they, they feel that shit, bro. Energy's real. So it's like, there's people I slept on that I regret to this day. Like, damn, man, why, why sleep on that? Why yeah. sleep on that person? There's artists I paid two years ago that I'm like, damn, why, why did I sleep on that person? You know, because there's no point. You never know where somebody can go. Exactly. You know, you know blast. You know, I was, I was talking to him recently. You know, there's a lot of artists I talk to, a lot of people I talk to, and there's no reason to sleep on people, you know? So, but after getting to a certain point, do you feel like having a manager would be beneficial? Because I'm not going to say you can't do it by yourself. Of course. But once you get so big that you yeah. have to manage so many different things, it almost becomes too slow to do it yourself. Yeah. So where it's like, fuck it. Even if he is buying off, just yeah. do the work. It's, he's almost <laughs> like your employee, basically. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I want a manager, but I want a manager that's, that's hungry, just as hungry as me. Yeah. Because the money's already coming in. So if you want to eat, <laughs> you got to be able to go just as hard yeah, as me. You got to, no, no, you, you don't got to just maintain. You got to help this shit grow. You got to help it grow. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? But it's not like saying, okay, I need someone to help invest. I, I don't need someone to um, do a whole bunch. You just got to just be just prompt. You got to be ready to work. You got to be serious about your business. You got to be um, really out there in the field finding new opportunities for me. Like, you know, it, not everything is about money. You know, I said that on my live. You know, a lot of people are so money hungry nowadays. Yeah. They're like, oh my God, I'm like, like you. Like fast money. Like, like you, you're not money hungry. Yeah. <laughs> you could easily be like, you know what Trent said? I, I, I need $150, $200, $300. Uh, whether if I pay for this interview or not, y'all, I need y'all to understand, like, it's not that serious to be money hungry. Yeah. The money will come eventually. Guess what? The money's going to come. Regardless. You don't know who this person knows. You don't know who that person knows. Especially when you're doing something out of good, goodness of your heart. Guess what? The money's really gonna come. Yep. Because at, at that point, you got God coming that's gonna come bless you. I'm not trying to get spiritual. And I don't know who's watching this, but <laughs> I just wanna let y'all know there's a lot of things that I do good. And I've done some fucked up shit in the past to where now I try to do everything good now. You know why? Because I don't want nobody saying, you know what? He did something bad. And that's why something bad happened to him. I wanna do something good to where I'm like, okay, I did this out of the goodness of my heart. I helped this person get to where they needed to be, or I did this for this person, or I invested into this. It's like I needed to be. Like, it's like it has. To, I have to feel like this is something that's a long-term situation. It's an investment almost. It's, it's like, yeah, yeah, like, if I pay for a music video, like, I don't give a damn who you are. Like, I need to know, like, what are you, like, what are you doing, like, with this money? Right. Th- that's crazy, huh? Like, like, what are you going to do? Like, like, are, are you going to go feed your kids? Are you, are you doing this to, to try to go flex and keep up? Are you doing this to try to really uh, ignite and help the scene? Are you doing this to help help yourself? What are you really trying to do? Right. That's what people have to face around. Like me, I can break it down to you 10 different ways what I'm trying to do like with my music. And that's why people respect me. It's like there's no way you're going to get respect in this game, in this music game, or any type of inter- entertainment field if you're not trying to put your money into something that, that really means something. You have to invest into something that's going to keep you like good for the longevity. It don't matter if it's a podcast, um, you're doing music videos, no matter if you're a model, if you're going to invest invest the right way and build a legacy behind your name and do it for the right purpose. If you want to work with somebody, do it because you really like that person, you really believe in that person, you fuck with that person, you went to one of his videos, you went to that one of his songs, and you're like, you know what, I like I like this person's shit. They're dope. Because anything else is just doing it for is fake. 
And that's what I've been trying to live by. Like, I'm not trying to do anything that's, that's fake. Yeah. If I'm not driving a Lambo, I'm not moving like I got a Lambo. If I'm not, if I'm not doing it like, no, like, like be humble enough to say, you know what? I don't got it right now, so I'm going to go clock in. It's for all you rappers. A lot of you rappers need to stop that. If you don't got it, go get it. <laughs> yeah, but don't pretend like you got it. Don't pretend like you got it. That fast money is going to leave just as fast. You know, it's, a lot of yeah. people money hungry. They want to make the money now, 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 because they see the next man. Flexing on Instagram, yeah. going out shopping, maybe yeah. in a brand new car and shit. That's probably yeah. not even theirs. And that's that's one thing I, I fucked up in Minnesota. The rapper I, that, ch- that snatched my chain, I showed him. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm thinking we friends because he fucked with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like beforehand. I'm showing him like, yeah, man, you know, I, I got my car car. I got my private investigator car. I know I do this back home in Vegas you know, for side money. I'm trying to give him game on like <laughs> other things to do to make make him money. Right. Cause I seen he was a bum ass nigga, so I'm like, all right, bro, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to give you game. I'm like, all right, bro, like this is other things you can do yeah. besides being in the streets, thugging it or trying to go rob somebody or like how you just rob me <laughs> or trying to steal <laughs> Frenchies or like no, yeah. there's other things you can do besides being in the streets. And I learned that I'm like, damn, I've I've, I've been doing corporate events. I'm, I'm I'm meeting new people. I'm meeting people that benefit from my music. The gamer shit I was talking about, that's what matters, because in the music industry you're gonna meet a lot of people. That means zero. When people's value means zero, you got to go out and go f- fuck with and, and, and mingle and, and mess with people that actually have some type of value. Them, like I said before in the, in the podcast, them Twitch streamers, them gamers, they got the value right now. <laughs> it's all about attention. Mm-hmm. It's like, but a lot of rappers don't see that because a lot of rappers will be like, man, I don't want to mess with gaming. That's lame. They don't see that. But they don't see the value on, in it. On the run podcast, they got the value right now. Yeah. Nevada. If you're an artist, if you're an entertainer, you're a model, if you're anybody, nigga, you should be here. You should be trying to do an interview because at the end of the day, bro can get paid off this 10 million ways through a podcast. Well, not, that's, that's, what's, that's the wave right now. But not even me. See, the reason I wanted to start this is because I feel like there's so much talent out here. Yeah. I'm from here, too. I'm born and raised. I'm so. Vegas through and through. Respect. And I feel like there's so much talent here, not just yeah. in music, but in all different all types time, of yeah. avenues like streamers, music. We just talked about bringing yep. back restaurants business owners yep. a bunch of people killing it right now in the city and i feel like i want to play my part in sort of showing behind all that you know because somebody can go on spotify right now and listen yep. to your music but that doesn't mean as much as sitting here and and listening to you tell a story about getting your chain stash you know how many rappers wouldn't have the boss to come in here and yeah. sit and tell <laughs> yeah. that story because yeah. they want to act hard you yeah, know they act hard, yeah. but it's like somebody watching that interview they're like this is just like every other fucking rapper, you know? Yeah. There's nothing Everybody that distinguishes now. Yeah. There's nothing that distinguishes... No, 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 I'm talking about them. Like, someone yeah. who wouldn't tell that story, there's nothing that distinguishes them from exactly. any other rapper. You're just yeah. like everybody else, you know? Yeah. But having someone come here and being able to be authentic and vulnerable right. and open up and show their personality and, and <laughs> yeah. give game to people listening for free, yeah. not everybody's going to do that, you no. know? So... It might just be that maybe just five people listen to this, but if those five people are hardcore fans and they tell one person each, the message grows and grows and grows. And then eventually, not only is this beneficial for me, but it's beneficial for whoever's sitting across from me as well, you know? Yep. And I tell people that too, like, the main reason why I'm here is because, bro, the city comes behind stuff like this. Like, on the run podcast, the city's going to be behind you, behind this, because we need more platforms. There's not many platforms like this. You're 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 one of the very many. Whether if you just started off yesterday, or if you're just starting off last week, last month, three months ago, it doesn't matter for anybody. Start yourself a platform just like how this man is doing, and do it the right way. Like really take your time, do it the right way. Like but like take notes. You know what I'm saying from someone like himself, because someone like himself is gonna have people like the city and the state come behind him 
not just rappers, not just like you said, business owners. You're gonna have people that's actually powerful. It could be the mayor. I, I met someone that's running for the mayor in Las Vegas. You know, like and and, and you just never know who the exactly. players is out here in the city. Exactly. You know, because people want more platform for Vegas. You know, people have kids. People people's kids wake up every day. Mommy, I want to be a rapper. Mommy, I want to sing. Sometimes they don't even say that. Their voices be good. <laughs> yeah. Like, damn, I got to put my kid. Yeah. Or yeah. sports. You feel me? Like, that's that's the big yeah. thing I've been juggling around with. Like, I plan on going to, you know what I'm saying, some of the preseason games when they come out here. But sports is, is, is one of the biggest factors. I tell people with my music, uh, without me juggling with so many people like Laker Chapo, shout out to Laker Chapo, um, working with him, you know, doing my Laker Gang song and a video, uh, none of that would have transpired. None of that would have went, you know, as big as it has been. Um, organically, you know, um, you know, with the support of him, and he's been going Instagram live, and he just streams the basketball games. He would stream me every time the Lakers plays. He has thousands of Laker fans that tune in from Los Angeles, Orange County area, and he put me on. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not. Gonna, I got to give him his flowers. Um, a lot of fans of of his tune in to my page every time I go live on Instagram. Every time I post something, they comment, they show love, off the good grace of Laker Chapo. Um, him you know, sponsoring me and stuff like that, me being yeah. one of his music sponsors. And I say that sports play a very huge part of everything. Um, and um, I wake up every day, you know, uh, thanking God that I was able to meet someone like him because um, he's, he's just amazing. Um, I, I don't even think I'm, – I'm such I'm so uh, grateful for someone like him. Like, he's never even asked me for no money. And one day I hit him up and I was like, hey, bro, what's your cash up? <laughs> I'm like, I'm up right now. Like, yeah. like what's your cash up, bro? I'm going to see you some bread just off GP. Yeah, yeah, Just because yeah, yeah. you didn't you didn't help me, you feel me? And when I was down and out, and I'm not saying down bad because I've never been down bad in my life, but I'm saying like down and out, like spiritually, you feel me? Like um, how I felt as a person, um, I was really down, you know, and, and I was able to watch the Laker games, you know, through him you know, on my phone. I was able to watch all the games. And I was way in a whole different state. I was in Texas. So, you know, I didn't have West Coast channels to watch the Lakers games. And um, he was so persistent going live, you know, and then start playing my music. Then to the point my music went viral, you know, through his platform. Right. You know? So, utmost respect for him, man. It's Chop Chapo. Shout out, man. But see, that's another lesson. <laughs> when you do things the right way, it always pays off. Because yeah. him being a good person, not asking for no bread, not asking yeah. for nothing, out of, the good, out of the kindness of your heart, that inspires something in you to be like, let me just send him something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas if he would have just asked for it at the beginning, that relationship wouldn't have ever probably it worked out. Ever, yeah. So y'all both won at the end of the day because yeah. y'all both fuck and, with each and, other. And we're still pushing it now is because it's just now getting heard. Like, that's exactly. what's crazy. Like, yeah. there's verses in the song that I regret saying because, like, you know, Dennis Schroeder, he signed with the Raptors. Like, so I, I was in the song, I was like, Dennis, Menace, rep your gang. Like, I was, you know, you know, shouting out him in a song. And I'm like, damn, man, like, I hate how how business is this world is, you know what I'm saying? Because he wanted to stay with the Lakers, Dennis and Menace, yeah. Dennis Shooter, but it's yeah. like Lakers didn't have enough money, you know. They they had to sign D'Lo, and he was he ended up going with Toronto Raptors, you know. Yep. So it's like um, even that song now, Laker Gang, it's literally just now like getting heard. Like LeBron just now getting time to be able to sit down and like really go through social media, like look through stuff. Like it's crazy how like the world world works. Like I, and I like at the age of 28 years old. I just now start realizing, that, like, I had to separate real life from social media. And that's what a lot of artists have to realize. Like, yeah. please separate real life from social media because social media is not going to save you, baby boy. Social media is going to, they'll put that shit, like you said earlier on the run. It's fast money, but it can you can go through a ditch real quick. Yep. So keep you something stable, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, at the same time, keep chasing your dreams. But 
you know, like honestly, like like the, that Laker Gang song, like organically has like a cool five thousand views on YouTube. And I tell people that, like, you know, the reason why I keep seeing, saying those words organically and those keywords is because a lot of these artists and a lot of these labels, they, like, a lot of deals I pass up to is because they want you to fake it. You know, they yeah. want you to fake shit. I'm not buying streams out here. I'm not buying YouTube views. I can't even afford that shit. And I should be keeping 100. I don't have time to sit there and pay $80, $100, $200 for YouTube views, streams, stuff like yeah. that. I don't have mommy and daddy money, so I'm not, I'm not doing that. You know what I'm saying a lot of people are doing that. They 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 you know they put all this fake views and stuff like that. Yeah. So it it looked good. I can make it look good without having to do that. I don't have to fake views. I can do everything authentically, and people are still gonna rock with me. You know, you don't have to fake anything. So I tell people that. So yeah, man. I mean, honestly, like uh, I pray to God. You know, LeBron. Um, you know, he, you know he keeps getting hit to the Laker game stuff. Uh, his son. Bronny, uh, Bron- LeBron's son was yeah, watching yeah. my story just recently. Shit. I thought that was really, really dope. Like, you That's know what crazy, I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, he was watching my story. Dwight Howard, you're a real one. I hope you get signed with the Lakers. We got one spot low for open left on the roster. Is he in China still? They need to bring his ass back yeah. here, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know why I'm a fan of Dwight Howard, and it's not because he hit me up. Like, he hit me up, but he it does have, there is like a little bit of affiliation there because he linked up personally, like took a picture of my boy, uh, Kid Hazel, and stuff like that. Shout out to Kid Hazel. Uh, he signed a slaughter game with 21 Savage. Um, as a producer, and um, you know they took they took a picture together, him and Dwight Howard, and then randomly Dwight Howard hit me up. He was like, "What's up?" That's <laughs> and crazy. I, and I, I was hyped as fuck in the crowd. I'm like, "Whoa!" Yeah, yeah, I'm like yeah. Dwight Howard hit me up and said, "What's up?" So I instantly hit him. I'm like, "Yo, bro, check out my Laker game video. Like, comment this room, this that third. But um, you know, I, I think he's like really trying to come back to the Lakers. Yeah. Who wants to? Who doesn't want to play for the Lakers? Like, everybody wants to play for LA. Yeah. Um, they have a great facility and shit. So like, I, I think that's probably why. But uh, yeah, hopefully Dwight Howard, you get signed with the Lakers to come back. Uh, I don't know why I'm a fan of his shit so much, but I feel like he would be someone that would be good to stop Jokic, you know, and you know, give the Nuggets run for their money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And how did that how did that come about? So two things I want to touch on. One, you talked about being down spiritually. Yeah. So was that something like recent? Was it a few years back? Or uh, talk to me a little bit about that period in your life. This was recently. So this was like a couple months back when I got my chain snatched. <laughs> okay. Like when that happened, like, you know, I went to Texas. You know, I took a break from Vegas. Uh, what were you doing out there? Uh, so my mom had bought a house out there in Texas and, you know, she got her little Frenchie and stuff. So I was out there chilling with the Frenchie, the dog, yeah. <laughs> enjoying just the Texas life. You know, it was good weather. What uh, part of Texas? Seguin. Okay. So Seguin, Texas, very, very small town. The only thing you got out there is like Ross and Whataburger <laughs> and like a gas station and shit. But it was like a cool little getaway for me to get away from Vegas. Whataburger uh, or In-N-Out? Uh, I'm not going to lie. Whataburger's trash. San Antonio, <laughs> I know I got a lot of San Antonio fans. Please do not kill me. <laughs> Don't kill me for what I just said. But I'm a San Antonio. Yeah, Whataburger. Fan. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't like Whataburger. I, I thought it was real dry. I thought it was explaining yeah. to me. Um, they had some good like uh, seafood places. Like Texas Crab Company was fire. There was some good seafood places. But yeah. as far as Whataburger, that shit's overhyped. I definitely got to go in and out on that one for sure. Um, and that's what made me miss Vegas. Like uh, this shit right here. Um, there's more opportunity out here in Vegas. Um, there is opportunity in San Antonio and, you know, Houston and all that other stuff like that. But you got to commute. You got to really be driving around. You got to be doing yeah. that, 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 and the third. Shit got to be playing. You feel me? Like, really, really playing. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, we don't know how spoiled we are as Vegas natives, you know. And um, I had to humble myself even more because at the tour, you know, this past, you know what I'm saying, you know, January, February, even afterward, like, I'm a chain snatch, you know what I'm saying, after the tour, um, I realized going to these different states and, and different markets, you know, working with different people, I realized, you know what, like, we as Vegas natives got it good. 
you know, because in, in a lot of these small markets like Portland and you know Seattle and stuff like that, yeah, it's a lot of go- a lot going lot a lot going on out there. Sorry, little tongue twister, but it's a lot going on out there. But it's a very small town. Yeah, um, a lot of these cats are making a lot of good money. You know, especially in Texas. And you know, I was out there in Seguin. You know, the, them boys out there making bread. You know, they 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 out there going to Home Depot. You know, they 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 slinging packs. You know, they doing that 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 this that and thirty working nine to fives. Um, and they have all this money, but they don't know what to do with it. They don't know. They don't know where to invest. Yeah, they don't, they yeah, don't yeah. know who to pay. You know stuff like that. They, they don't know what to do with the money because they're in a small market to where there's nothing popping. In Vegas, there's so much going on. You and it's still casino, growing. You got casinos. You know, you got all these events out here. You got um, just so much stuff like for people to do out here to where people are so willing to spend money. I mean, hell, every time you turn your head, it's a dispensary. <laughs> yeah. There's a dispensary on every corner now, you yeah, know, yeah. like it's back crazy. then it was illegal. So yeah. it shows you how Vegas is expanding, um, especially with the Golden Knights winning. You know, shout out to the Golden Knights. Um, you know, they they holding down for the city. We got the Raiders. So people are coming out here and moving The Aces won. The A's are coming. Aces, yeah, yeah. So, like, people Oakland are moving A's out are coming. here crazy because yeah. they want to be a part of this history, you know. And, um, yeah, I feel like Vegas is only going to keep growing. Only thing – you know, I can say about Vegas that I don't like is that I, that I do think it's getting better, you know, courtesy of On The Run podcast, is our music scene, you know. So um, if we got people like him um, on the run, you know, helping, you know, um, local artists like myself that's still trying to come up and get signed to a deal because ultimately that's my goal. I want to get signed. I want to have a major record deal. Then um, Vegas can have a really, really huge scene out here, man. Like you For know, sure. We, we need to have at least 10-plus artists out here popping. It don't need to be just Dizzy Ryder or Trendsetter. It yeah. need to be multiple artists out here. And I don't see why problem. we can't, you know. Exactly. I think it's super possible. I think we're right on the yeah. cusp of it because, and like I'm you not, said. And I'm not calling out nobody. Yada, you know, I fuck with you. Molly Ma, I fuck with you tough. I fuck with both of y'all tough. But we need a lot of people. Like, if I had the bread, I'm putting my money to my mouth is, You know, and, and I don't want nobody flexing no money or acting like you got money to stand in third. Just really put people on. Yeah. It don't matter about if they're not from your section or they're not from your side of town or you don't have no relationship with them. Build a relationship with them. You know, you want to work with me? Hey, man, come pull up. Woo, woo, woo. I see what you're doing. I see you got this going on. Da, 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 da. Invest. <laughs> but everybody's you so know, selfish. You know, as soon as they make bread, as soon as they make bread, they're out shopping. And they want to move out of the city. Like, think about yep. it. Molly Mall, you got a mansion. You know, yada, you got this going on. You got this. Dude. Like, me, like, I've put so many people on. And that's why this, this interview ain't going to go over niggas' heads because they know what I'm saying. Like, I used to do artist management yeah. before I was doing music, and I've put people on. I've I've invested my money, and you know I'm not rich. I'm not. I don't got a lot of money, but I've invested my money thousands into artists that I believed in. It's okay to believe in somebody and invest into them. Exactly. It's okay. But people don't understand that even doing that, building a network of five to ten artists that are popping here and we're all working together, help. <laughs> everybody goes up. It's not like you're gonna lose. Help. You're not gonna lose bread <laughs> off of that. You know. I swear to God, to you, Texas is doing that. Yeah, L. A. Paul Wall, Johnny Dang, all them in Texas. Yep. They're investing in some dude named That Mexican OT. He's popping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's popping. When I mean he's popping, every time I scroll on my timeline, I'm scrolling. I'm like, damn. I'm like, this blog posts him. This this person posts him. This person. He's got this promoter promoting them, you know what I'm saying? Selling slots for a show. Yeah. It's so easy. You got promoters in Vegas trying to dissect side of towns. Oh, we don't want to f- fuck with Trendsetter because he did this 10 years or five years. Like, you don't win that way. Yeah. Because if I, if I blow up big, then you're on my line. Like, oh. And you're going to say, fuck you because you, you didn't fuck with me back then. You didn't fuck with me back yeah, then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, then versus on the run calling me, hey, bro, we want to book you for the show. Bro, I got just only $500 to $1,000. I'm pulling up. 
<laughs> and you're getting an artist that's worth ten, twenty thousand dollars versus you not having no relationship with somebody. Exactly. It mean money means nothing. Money means nothing, y'all. It's really relationships. When I was working with YG and, and Nipsey and all that, that wasn't no money. They they were like, nah, fuck with this little nigga. His hustle's on point. He's a solid little nigga. It wasn't about no money. Right. YG wiped his ass with that two thousand. <laughs> you don't give a fuck about no. T- yeah. It's about the relationships. Yeah. So it's like y'all have to build relationships. Like it's not me dissing Yada or Molly Ma. It's about okay, cool. I didn't I didn't sprinkle a little you know a little love Yahweh. You know what I'm about. Put me on. Right. I'm not I'm not crying for help. I'm not saying trendsetter. I'm saying there's other artists out here. There's a lot of talent out here that you could put on to where you could literally put a couple hundred dollars and give that artist that look to where they're like, damn, so-and-so's popping. I seen him on this. I seen him on that. Who put him on? Oh, Yada helped him. Oh, Molly Molly helped him. Oh, Trendsetter helped him. That's why I want to be in this game. I want to be someone that's going to be like, damn, man, Trendsetter got on, came back to the city, put me on, did this because he had a bag. You know what's the crazy part, too? Let's say you do stop making music or people just suddenly stop fucking with your music. Yeah. Everybody who you put on... When they ask him who put you on, Trent said it did. Yeah. And, you, and in that way, you can kind of never fall off because everybody knows you you're going to be the OG. You're always going to be there's, good, at least in the city. You're so always going to be good. There's so many artists that we know for sure. You know, come yeah. on. Yeah. Memphis, Yo Gotti, all these artists. Chicago, Atlanta. Cali, Atlanta, you really Texas. You think that they're Miami. not working together, spending money together? Yeah. That's the only thing Vegas is lacking. We got money flowing through casinos, dispensaries. We need to help our schools and the music industry. That's it. We need more education. There should be no reason why people are not graduating. There's a, I didn't even graduate high school. I didn't even graduate high school. And, and I have a lot of knowledge. And I have a lot, a lot of, like, a lot, a lot of in my brain to where, yeah. like, that I know that I don't even, that people don't even know. <laughs> and, they, and they have college degrees and stuff like that. So it's like, yes, that matters. Like, our school system, it, it definitely needs to, it needs to, like, it needs to be, like, way better. There's no reason why people are not graduating. Hell, I feel, to this day, I've been thinking, like, damn, why, how, did, how come I didn't graduate? How did I get so distracted where I'm throwing parties with YG, this, that, that, and third, and nobody came to me and said, hey, man, focus on school. If I would have went to college, I probably knew, knew way more people. I probably have some friends right now. Yeah. You feel me? So it's like, that's why I tell people. And people, people ask me, like, man, why don't you have any friends? The friends I had in high school when I was going to Sierra Vista, those were my friends. You grow old, those aren't your friends no more. Yeah. Because you're a grown man now. Everybody goes their own ways. When you're in college... Those might be your friends still because college people are cut different. College people, they, they stay friends with people 23, 30 yeah, years from yeah. now. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like that no more. We're in a different age. So I tell people that. People go, oh, why you, why, why you don't got, why you trying to fuck with me? I can have a bunch of friends. I can go hang out with this person, hang out with this person. But it's not about, oh, you can't trust everybody. It's about it's quality over quantity. Quality over quantity. For sure. Know? So that's just it. For sure. And what do you do like um, outside, outside of music, being a Lakers fan? That inspired you so much that you even made a song about it. <laughs> um, you always been a Lakers fan. I always, yeah, I always, always been a Lakers fan. I'm alive. Like if y'all, if y'all scroll all the way down to my beginning of my posts with my Instagram, I have my little Laker jacket on in one of my first apartments. I have my little pictures, stuff like that. <laughs> I had someone uh, drew me a picture, and yeah, I've always been a Laker fan. Um, mainly a, a Kobe Bryant fan too as well, but I've always been a Laker fan. And I'm not gonna sit here and lie. You know, Laker Chapo, he definitely inspired me to make that song, that Laker game song. Um, it, it went from just me just sending him a beat to him just liking my beat. Became the anthem of his commercials. Every time you go on commercial, you know, yeah. like his page is really popping. Like, <laughs> like when I mean it's like, like popping, like 
today, like this morning, I was watching the summer league. That, you know, just because the summer league just started yeah, today. Yeah. I was watching this page. You know, like you know, like I met him as a fan of him, and that goes back to the beginning of the conversation. Like, there's a art, a lot of artists that that, that rock with me and fuck with me because they know, like, well, at the end of the day, bro, like that nigga was fucking me before anything. Like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was a fan of them. You know, like there was no, there's no hate in my heart towards a lot of people because it's like, bro, like. That's what throws me off. Like, there's artists that I have came across that. You know, I'm going to tell you guys a story because I think this needs to be known. And this is education, you know. And there's a lot of artists that I've showed love to, I was a fan of, and they showed me hate back. And it's just like, bro, like, do you not know you just lost a fan? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're, like, you're, like, like, there's people I paid that never came through. You know what I'm saying? I paid them for verses. You know what I'm saying? They never did the verse. Never did, they never came through for me. And I was a fan of them. And I may not like them, still a fan of them. Some people are cut like that. Some people may not like you. Some people, but if they like your music and they like your shit, they gonna fuck with you. And that's just who I am. I don't have like if I like you, I like you. Yeah. <laughs> like that's just what it's about. Like you know, if I like your music, I like your music. I'm sorry, I don't care you know about who you are. Did that, that I like your music. You know, there's a lot of artists that I listen to. I like the music, but you know, I know I know in your heart you don't like me. But <laughs> that that's fine. You yeah, it me? is but, what it is. You know, I I like your music. You know, that's what it is. So. <laughs> for sure and if you if you were to pick like let's say you make an album this, yeah. is, <laughs> this is two years three years from now yeah. you're making an album you gotta pick four artists out right now yeah. that you can feature on your on your album who would you pick uh I know this sounds crazy I don't really have any major features right now and I don't like I've, I have a bunch of features like I have some records like Super Soaker a lot of big big records I have that have features on it but I've slowed down doing features, and I don't really have no dream celebrity feature right now. No. And I hate to say that. And, you know, hopefully this interview goes viral. You know, y'all crop, crop this clip out. But I just think it's a lot of trash artists out right now. I, I, there's no artist that's making me move to where I'm like, I'm a fan of that person. You know, there's people that I admire right now, you know, but there's definitely some artists that took a step back, you know, to where um, it made me take a step back to where it's like, you Such know, as who? Um, I don't want to put no names out there. <laughs> Niggas, my crush come get me, but nah, like I don't want to put no names out there. But it's it's just more so like there's just so like I'm like it ain't even just about anybody in particular. Just everybody, man, everybody, like like everybody in this generation, I feel like could do better. You know, I'll throw some names out there: the Cola Rays, the NLE Choppers. Like, like we need better, <laughs> like quality of artists. Like, yeah. there's no way that. You know, people are getting like, I, and I tweet about this, and people love it. They love it. They retweet it. They like it because it, it's real. It's raw. And it's uncut. Yeah. And that's where the world is missing. And you know, that's why people took out Tupac. But there's a lot of artists that we listen to on the radio that's being forced upon us just because it's on the radio. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like there's a lot of dope artists that I listen to that's on SoundCloud that I discover every day and through iTunes and stuff like that, Spotify. That I listen to on a daily basis, and they don't nearly have as you know big as a following as NLD Chapo, Quella Ray, or they're not on the radio. And it's not because they're not dope; it's because they're just being overlooked, you know. And it sucks, you know. But that's the name of the game when it comes with these labels, you know. But the labels that are signing these major artists right now, it's not it, bro. Yeah, and I don't think it's it. Like I don't. I I think that by next year, you know, the first quarter or the, even the end of the fourth quarter of this year, there should be a new wave of artists coming out. Um, 
I, I feel like it's too it becomes too much of a cycle like you get an artist who pops they're here for like a year and then yeah. they just fall off yeah and it, whereas like before you had artists who like their reign is like 10 15 years yeah and then they're like i'm retiring from music and then <laughs> they kind of fall off you know yeah like yeah but we don't have those people we don't anymore. have like 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 kendrick I, I was a fan of him then he stopped dropping music like not saying i don't like kendrick anymore but it's like damn it's like there's not that like i don't even throw shows anymore because of that reason that tda era yes yeah. with him yeah. q absol exactly so it's like rock j-rock we just need more artists that's just leading by example and then that's that's just pretty much it you know opening more doors you know the, the artists that's out right now i don't i don't think it's it okay what are let's change the question then how about four artists from the past dead or alive so four artists from the past i ain't gonna lie usher <laughs> usher was dope you feel me i feel like he was a generational artist uh for sure little wayne for sure um man for sure, for sure, I gotta say juvenile. Like I actually seen his little tiny desk, tiny desk uh, performance. I thought that yeah. was dope. Um, he's had just records. I feel like that's just like legendary. And then Nelly, Nelly's like one of my favorite. Like uh, I feel like with the, with the you know, <laughs> like I feel like yeah, the, with the little patches, yeah, the little, yeah, the little patches. Just <laughs> like you know, like he was hurt. I feel like that was like an era of music that we just we didn't take we didn't take you know. I don't know. We didn't appreciate it. Like uh, I took, sure. you know, it's like we took it for granted. Like, <laughs> cause they were dropping hits. You know, you don't realize it until it's gone. You know, so uh, those artists for sure: Nelly, Juvenile, uh, Lil Wayne for sure, Usher. You know, on R and B tip, uh, he was amazing. You know, I think he was dope. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you touched on it a little bit before, but um, when you were telling that story, or when you speak, uh, yeah. you mentioned God a lot. So, what place does God have like in your life? Shit, God has a huge, huge, huge place in my life. Uh, I thank my mom for, you know, shit, making sure that we were, like, you know, in the Word, you know, going to Bible camp. Um, I feel like a lot of people's kids, you know, they don't they don't understand the importance of that. Like, a lot of people, like, uh, that are parents, they don't understand that you have to put your kid in some type of church. Uh, I don't care if they're two years old, three years old, four years old. Um, there's just no way that each and every Sunday or every day, that they're not getting put onto the word, you know, and uh, God has a very huge place in my life because I've seen what God has done for other people. Um, I used to manage an artist named Ink Monster, and I've seen him, you know, th- where he was in a situation to where he was homeless, his family didn't have much, um, and he tatted God as a rule on his forehead. You know, he was already tatted from the neck down. <laughs> you know, he was already super blasted, but... Um, I would look at him. I was like, man, I was like, why, why did you tag God as real on your forehead? Like, I'm like, why did he do that? And I look back at it, and I look at his life now. And I'm like, man, bro, like, you changed your life around. You, you changed it for the better. You know, you're living in Malibu. You're living in a nice crib. You know, he's doing really good for himself. And that's really what I want to see as, as whether if we're friends or not, you know, whether if I'm still managing a person or not. Um, in life, that's all I want to see for my family, for my friends, for you. <laughs> for for sure, yeah, I, yeah. I, I want to see everybody doing good. So, um, yeah, I can say God has a huge place in my life because I feel like, you know, one prayer can change everything, you know. And, Absolutely. You know, it, it, can, it can definitely put you in the right position. Um, sometimes, you know, I'm I'm at places to where in my life I'm thinking, like, damn, this could be it. Like, I could be down and out or I could be broke for life or I can I could be uh, in a sticky position where I'm thinking, damn, I might get shot or I might get hurt. And, you know, just keeping that faith in God makes you realize like you know what that's not happening you know what i mean because god's watching over you you know and I, I feel like he's been watching over me you know throughout my journey for uh, sure when i was in minnesota <laughs> <laughs> what was that artist's name you said that got that tattoo that god is real tattoo on his forehead Eek Muster. 
Ink Monster. Yep, Ink Monster. Yep. For yeah, sure. He had a. He got a like. He got like a song with like Nipsey Hussle. And yeah. Video Nipsey Hussle. It's called Bango Set. Yeah. I actually helped score him that that video. Helped him get that video and a song with Nipsey. One day I was chilling. One day on my Twitter, I was up. We were both up on some money. And you know when you're young, you know you got some money. You ain't really got much responsibilities. You're like, nigga, I want to spend this shit. Like, <laughs> like let's blow it. You feel me? Like we were in our 19s. I think it was like 19s, 20s, 18. I think it was 18, 19. And uh, I hit that. I hit that nigga Nipsey in the DM. And I was like, Yo, what up, Nipsey? And Nip followed me on Twitter and shit. And I hit him up. I was shocked. I didn't had no clue he was gonna hit me back. Nipsey hit me right back instantly. He was like, Yo, what's good? Woo woo. And he was very, very straightforward. Like one thing about I can say about Nipsey, like Nipsey was a very, very real artist. He was he wasn't trying to finagle. He, he wasn't trying to finesse nobody. None of that. Like he was just very straightforward. Right. Did so, you get to interact with him much? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like, yeah. Out of everybody I've worked with, out of him, YG, everybody, me and Nipsey probably had the best interaction. Just because, maybe because he was just more mature. I don't know. Not throwing shots to YG, but. <laughs> but Nipsey was different. Even yeah. even now, like, he was, he was cut from a different cloth. He was cut from, yeah, like, he was asking, like, both of my exes was able to meet Nipsey. So he was asking my girls, like, for drinks and shit. He, was, he made everything feel like we was at home. We was in the studio with him. I was in the studio with him for, like, five, six hours. So, like, I paid him 3000 for a verse, gave him an extra 2000 for just a damn tweet and just for a video. You know, that's not so much I believe in him to where, like, his cosign was so powerful to where we gave him a band for a tweet. You know, me, Ink Monster. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just to tweet us out, like, yo, like, <laughs> say Ink Monster's on. Like, and he did it, you know, and and he actually put us on. Like, that, I think that's what people, like, felt real. Like, like no one's giving you no money. Like, <laughs> like unless you, like, really got something going on. Right, like, yeah. Like, a lot of artists be hopping in my DMs, like, oh, yeah, like, pay me for a feature, pay it. Like, and it's like, that's cool, but it's like, you gotta be that. Like it's like no one's gonna drop three thousand, two thousand. You gotta be like, worth it. Yeah, you gotta be worth it. Even like it's like if you go to the store and someone's like, "You want to pay one hundred fifty for these yeah, for these like, Nikes?" <laughs> I'll pay them for the Nikes. <laughs> but if there's some some random shit, I'm yeah. gonna think twice. You know. And, and I feel like that's what people like people these 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 artists that you know they they can have buzz or they you know your buzz could be I don't know I don't know like I don't know your buzz could be dying or you could think you have buzz but never think that like okay like. I got it like that to where someone's just going to just pull 3000 out their wallet and be like, okay, here you go. Yeah. Like, Nipsey was different, like you said. Like, me and Ink Mustard, like, we literally, it went from, like, we were chilling that night from the next morning we flew to LA. <laughs> like, we were like, okay, Nipsey said, pull, like, Nipsey was very straightforward, like I said in the conversation. Like, he just sent the address. Like, there wasn't no, like, like, he told me the price, sent the address. There was no, like, what's up, man. Like, there was no, like, full conversation. It was just pull up. You know, we pulled up to the studio, and I think that's where he was just such a winner is because he did everything face-to-face. Yeah. You know, he shook your hand, you know. Uh, we paid him, you know, stuff like that. And one thing I can say is, is shit, is just, he was just straight up, you know. It, it actually gives me chills thinking about it because it's like, you know, you didn't really you didn't really understand how, like, how much you was a part of history until it's over with, you know. Like, <laughs> that's what's crazy, you know. And, Super and crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wild, so. Yeah, with him, I mean, honestly, like, he he was just cut different to where he was just, you know, straight up. You know, when I paid him, he didn't try to finesse me. He didn't try to take my money. He didn't try to do anything weird. Um, everything was just by the book. Even when we did the video shoot with him, he pulled up. You know, we, we all thought he wasn't going to pull up, and he really did pull up. So um, I feel like that's why his legacy is so powerful now is because he was just a straight up person, and he really put on for his people and brought all the Crips and Bloods together. I mean, there's a lot of people that I don't even conversate no more with. 
or just because he's dead, you know. So it's like I, I can honestly say that he did have a powerful influence. Yeah, I, th- I feel like he had pull in his city, and that's like a demonstration of what kind of legacy someone should live. Like, yeah. I don't think anybody has anything bad to say about Nipsey Hussle. No, no, yeah, regardless he, of him being a gang member, being from a different set, regardless yeah. of someone not liking his music. Like, I, I have never really seen anybody no. say anything negative about him, yeah, especially he how he moved as a man, as a businessman, as an yeah. artist. Like, he's just, you know. Yeah, he was solid. Yeah, solid in every single way. Yeah, 100%. All right, man. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's really all the questions I, I really had for you. Yes, sir, $2 sign. So, yeah, I, appreciate um, love on the I, I appreciate you coming out here showing love and, and giving us this interview, and hopefully people fuck with it, hopefully people share it and yeah, listen to it. For life, bro. We already know. Come on. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, let the people know where they can find you on social media, man, just in so case they don't know. If you tuned in right now, man, shout out to Honor on the Podcast. Tap in with me on Twitter, D-R-T-H-E-S-E-T-T-A. Um, fuck Elon Musk. No, <laughs> oh, shit. We were supposed but to yeah, talk he, about that, Elon too. Elon Musk, man. I don't know he what the limiting the tweets. Was. Man, uh, like that, that rate limit exceeded shit, whatever you've been doing with Twitter and stuff. And then just making people buy for, uh, for verification. He truly, truly hurt the rap community as far yeah. as um, I can speak for the rap community myself. Um, anyone that knows me know that uh, I was making probably like over six figures just on Twitter. And I don't make that no longer to where I have shit. to like literally like do other hustles just to make money now just off of Elon Musk charging people for verification. So uh, him doing that, man, has really put a stab into my business. Um, I'm pretty sure other people's business, like a lot of other artists and stuff like that that I work with. And I just want to let I just want to let people know that like like if you out here buying a blue badge, man, like just know that you're you're taking away from what people like myself that actually authentically got verified. Um, even on Instagram, like I even had to post a screenshot, let people know, like, hey man, like this is a real yeah, bad, yeah. like, like I actually really woke up one day, you know, in my drawers, you feel me, like living downtown Fremont, you know, in a tough situation in gruesome conditions, you know, what I'm saying I was only paying eight sixty for rent and got verified just by grinding my ass off. So right, I tell people that, like, man, like, you know, but why do you think? Why do you think he's making these changes for money? Yeah, <laughs> you think so? Money is the root of all evil, and, and I tell people that, like, I hate, I hate when people are like, oh man. He's already rich, and he owns Tesla, and Instagram's already rich, and they they own this. Money is money, bro. Like, yeah. if money's coming in, money's coming in. Like, like yeah, people are rich, but people have expenses. People put themselves into the debts and other expenses. Like, that's that's just life within. Not only that, but I feel like if you don't cut as many corners as possible, the next man is not going to think twice. And if they cut corners, they're going to jump yeah, over you eventually, you know? That's all Elon Musk did was once he started charging for verification, eleven ninety nine or whatever the case may be, Instagram was like, oh, okay, well, we're going to do it. Yeah. It's monkey see monkey do. You know, they're like, okay, Elon Musk just made eighty million in one day, eighty billion in one day. Why are we gonna sit here and not charge for it? But do you think do you think in some ways there's also positives in it because it gets rid of all the bots and no. Because oh. uh Twitter was Twitter was way better back then. You think? Yeah, even if yeah. Come on, man. Like, if people know by a real account and a fake account or uh, but. but at the same time, like it's so crazy because for example, if you see a tweet and it's got like 10,000 likes or some shit, you're not really going to sit there and scroll and make sure every single person is a fucking real person. True. But at the same time, you seeing that shit has 10,000 likes, you're like, hmm, people there's, fucking with this? And that's that's the that's the grimy shit because you never really so know. There's so many people, bro, there's so many people doing that. Sports yeah, 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 ESPN, yeah. like, this, we live in a botted world. Yeah. There's people that, that want bots. <laughs> that's just so crazy. Yeah. Like, there, there's big companies that, live, that sit there, they want bots. Like when they post something, do you really think someone's instantly? Oh my God! Uh, 
uh, sports center or ESPN just posted or the Laker account just posted. We're gonna go ahead and comment roof like no. Yeah. They need bots. They yeah, need 100%. people. They need people active because this that's like super old that's shit. That's what I'm telling you. It's like there could be a streamer right now talking about sports. People yeah. rather listen to him than listen to fucking ESPN and why? Because it's, it's all all of the audience and the market is all, is where yeah. with the gamers. Yep. People sitting in the house right now playing video games. People streaming and twitching because it's like we said, it's authentic. It's I don't want to wake up and listen to some motherfucker in a suit telling me about how LeBron exactly. dropped twenty points. It's like I'd rather listen to him who's lit and he makes his show entertaining and he gives us the real on shoot because he don't gotta exactly. listen to no corporate boss. That's why about, basketball is such a player industry. Yeah. The the teams don't even get that much fame. Yeah, time. they don't. It's all about the players. They, you see a player lead, they're like, oh, man, so-and-so left. That was one of my favorite players. You know, I had a player uh, lead the Lakers, Lonnie Walker. I was I was sad. I was like, damn, Lonnie Walker left. He left the Lakers. Like, And there's people that I know personally that really went out to go meet him at one of his meet and greets. Yeah. The next day, they shipped his ass out to New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, to Brooklyn, to the Nets. It's like, that shit's real, bro. Like, like, like there's really fans out here. Like, that's what Laker Chapel taught me that. The dude I was saying earlier. He the ones who taught me like them sport fans, them gamer fans, way better than just rap music fans. Yeah, and the the thing about like the NBA is the players have so much pull. If you go to an NFL game, yeah. every single game is sold out basically. It's sold out. Like it don't really matter who's on team, whether they're good or they're bad. People are still gonna fucking yeah. watch football. But basketball, if the team has no stars, yeah. you could <laughs> you could be the champion one year, next year you have no stars. The stadium's gonna be empty. And people not fucking with you the, at all. And that's the beautiful thing about sports. If you're dope, you're dope. Yeah. Music, if you're dope, you could be gatekeeped. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, you're dope. Like, oh, my God, you're so dope. That's and true. That's so true. You got this label or this person gatekeep you just because they don't want you to be better than uh, LMI. Or, that's true. Like, what? That's true. Like, you don't like, want to sign this person because they're, they're better. Like, that makes no sense. Imagine that happened to LeBron. Like, if, if the league just stopped fucking <laughs> exactly. up and he had to go to China. And he's right. over there dropping 80 points a game in China. But they're, well, like, but they're like, yeah, he's just not good enough to go to the NBA. It's like, nah, I know he and is. I see it with my own eyes, you know? That's where I had to get my reality check as a man. I was a grown man at the age of 28. I'm like, man, I'm dropping all this dope-ass shit. I'm killing it. I'm doing my own tours. I'm setting my own tours. I'm wearing all the dopest shit. Balenciaga, da 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 Nobody wants to sign me? <laughs> Nobody's trying to sign me? Yeah. Nigga, let me go clock in and go get some legal money then. <laughs> or yeah. go uh, go sell some cars or go like you do know, something. I, like there's a hundred and one things I can do that's gonna yeah. make me more money than I'm doing with this music shit. Yeah. If no one's trying to sign me. I had somebody try to sign me to a publishing deal recently. I gave them a month. I'm like, I'm gonna give y'all a month. I know things take time in life, but I'm gonna give you a month. I'm gonna give you a month to see what you're gonna do. If you don't do anything in that month's time and you just sign someone that's I'm pretty much one of the top two biggest artists out here in Vegas. And you're not trying to do something with me, hell yeah, I'm finna come to you and be like terminate my deal. Terminate that damn deal. You're not doing nothing. Yeah. You move in slow motion. You're not being transparent. Business is about transparency. You gotta be transparent with people. Hey man, we're working on this to do this. We're working on this to do this. We're currently working on this. <laughs> like when you're at a job. They got to be transparent. Yeah, you got to tell you, your boss going to come ask you like, hey, <laughs> what, what are we doing? I need you to go do this. Yeah, I need yeah, you to go yeah. post right here to do this, do this. It's about transparency. If I come somewhere and there's no transparency, and if there's nobody, that's why you got supervisors and you got managers. Because they need to be the one that's going to be transparent and transfer. Okay, I need you to do this, do this. If there's no transparency, what are we doing? I don't even give a damn if I'm getting paid for it. Right. What yeah. am I doing? <laughs> Yeah. What am I doing here? Like, like, I don't care if you pay me 17, 20, 25 an hour. What am I doing? And there's no transparency here. 
what am I doing with this music shit and there's no transparency here? There has to be something like, okay, that person did that that show, that person did this, that person dropped this dope ass song. There should be a follow up with that, not because of him. Not oh, you gotta go harder. No, that's not that doesn't exist no more in this, in this day and age. Stop telling people that as musicians. That, that's delusional. What what are you gonna do for them? You like right. the music? You like okay. Lead them to where they're gonna be able to get to a higher level, right? Because that, that's your job. It's like that's your job. Yeah, it's like so anybody like, could go. So work there's no A and R's. So it's like, who are you? Yeah, what's the why? would I need you? That's my point yeah. exactly. Molly Mall, you're a producer. You're you've been considered as an A and R in the past. You live in Vegas. You have a mansion. You have pet monkeys. Your job as a, as as a producer as a is to find other artists, not just outside of your city, in your city. Right. Promoters. DJ K&M, I'll say your name. Yes, on the interview. I've worked with you before. I've done shows with them. I've done shows with these, these big promoters out here in Vegas, the ones that's running Vegas, doing the Thomas and Max, doing these big shows. They don't work for me because me and them, we don't have a good relationship. Not off of no bad business, not off of no weird, no, just off of just, it could be jealousy, it could be competition, it could be anything. But more story I'm trying to say is just your transparency. You throw a show, you book an LA artist, you book a Bay Area artist. What are you getting out of that? The money you leaving the city. Your you're, 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 you're literally putting money outside of our city. Yeah. So where I have to literally be like, oh, oh, this person didn't book me because he's booking this person that's from the Bay or L.A., Blue Blucks, Capolo, and these are nobodies in their city. No disrespect. You're booking someone that's not getting booked in their city. <laughs> yeah. These, these things I would say to, the, to their face. I've said to them, they don't like me because they're like, oh, he's too, he's too real. I don't live life to live fake, bro. Like that's that's a horrible life to live, to wake up and live fake. I gotta live real. I know we live in a fake world, but some people live real. There's a lot of old people that they, they they're sticking to their guns. They're like, no, I'm not gonna live this fake world that you're living in. So, what transparency are you getting of putting money outside of the city when you could be booking the people that's in your city? Right. Instead of putting someone from Cali or the Bay Area on a flyer, yo, we got so and so, so and so coming from. From from Los Angeles, California, the Bay Area. No, we got so and so from our city, from Las Vegas, Nevada, coming, and he's pop like put on for the artists. I'm not talking about trendsetter. Put on for the artists in your city. But you know what it is? It's that fast money again because they feel like if I bring someone else from from LA, from the Bay, from Texas, from Miami, book them here, I'll probably make some fast money. But that money's leaving. You're that not gonna get that money leaving. come back. If that artist blows up, he's not gonna come we fuck with in, you again. You, but if you put on someone in the city, exactly. and they come up. Maybe you're not going to sell as many tickets the first time, but they're going to remember and they're going to fuck with you. And now for the rest of their career, if you hit them up for a show and like, yeah, fuck it, I'll do it. I ain't got the budget for you. Fuck it. I don't care. Let's do it. Exactly. Like literally the reason why I've done shows outside of the city and sold out is because the people out there in, in those small markets like Seattle, Portland, stuff like that, they don't have no hate in their heart. You can't like Vegas is a city to where, I'm not saying people have hate in their heart, but everybody wants to act like that they're a celebrity. Or they're a celebrity. Cra- crabs and what is it? Like, crabs in a barrel. Like, bro, you know you a nobody. Like if you know you, if you know you nobody. Like if I'm humbling myself to be like, man, sometimes I'm not that nigga today. <laughs> like nigga, like how are you not humbling yourself to like be like, you know what? Like let me push the artists in my city, not someone outside. Like or thinking that oh I'm that nigga, so I'm a. Put the spotlight on myself. You can't do that. You got to put the spotlight on someone that's in your city already. Yeah. You can't put the spotlight on somebody else and then expect, oh, well, my city's going to be behind me. They're going to support me when you're supporting someone else. Yeah, exactly. That that makes zero sense. 
that there's that's not bringing no culture to the music scene out here. That brings no culture. You're only hurting yourself. You're you're wasting your money at that. And then <laughs> them L.A. Cali niggas, they get on the phone with me and they laugh. Oh yeah, bro, we we didn't came to your city and, and, and took a bag. And then they gave us three thousand, two thousand, four thousand. That's a waste of money. You in the biggest party city of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada. And you mean to tell me that you, you have to book an artist in L.A. in the Bay to yeah. throw a party? It's are you crazy. are you crazy? Yeah. I went to a party called Ar. Uh, it, it was it was it's like so much like Mary Kay. It's called Arbon. Shout out to Arbon, man. Y'all doing your thing. They had an event out here, out here in Vegas. No performances, just just a DJ and just nothing but good vibes. People partying, like if it was Dre's and it was outside. It was an outdoor party, at a pool party. People having a good time. You gotta understand, people love hip hop. It don't matter if you play, it's the Crips in the crib. Ma, drop it like it's hot. They turn it up. Yeah, yeah, everybody. So why would you sit there and waste your money to go buy or pay for an artist to come to your city? If it like shows that I've done to give you my resume, bro, on the run, I've done little baby. That's worth it. <laughs> like, okay, I brought little baby to Vegas. Like, hell yeah, yeah motherfuckers want to see that nigga before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mozzie, I brought Mozzie. Yeah. YG. Like, it's, it's like, bro, dude, people don't care about no, like, artists that's from LA and the Bay. It's not me dissing, but it's like, let's be real. They don't care about them. If it's somebody dope like NBA Youngboy, and I know for sure it's DJ KM throwing a party or someone that's locally throwing a party, even though I don't like them or we don't like each other or, or we had our issues in the past or we, we squashed it now and everything good now, guess what? I see you bring NBA Youngboy, I'm coming. I bought a ticket. Okay, I can't come in. Okay, man, I'm, let me go home. Okay, I'm, I was gonna, I was trying to, I was trying to come inside the NBA YoungBoy party, my nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not nigga, not no blue butler or couple like nigga. No, save your chicken, so you can have fifty G's, sixty G's, seventy G's. So where you like, hey man, I'm about to go book little baby. We gave little baby sixty G's to come out. <laughs> he had an event and and he thought he got his chain snatched. It's, it's all on YouTube. It's on social media. Yeah, yeah. That event he, that people thought he got his chain snatched. That was my event. I threw. And not, only, not only that, but let's say you do bring little baby and you need openers. Fuck it, someone in Vegas gonna do it for free because it's little baby. <laughs> they might even pay you because it's little baby. At the end of the day, <laughs> instead out. instead of spending like you know <laughs> three to five thousand yeah. on artists that nobody really knows, you know, and it's, it's not real, worth it. And it's real opportunity. Exactly. There's no reason. There's no reason when if you got someone that's if you got people that's already dope in your city, just fuck with them. Bring bring that. It's, it ain't hard to bring a. a like flavor to your city that's that's already inside your city. There's so many artists that are dope that if I was a promoter, I'm gonna put the money in their hand before I go put it someone in L.A. or Bay hand, or I'm gonna go book a big artist and have them open up so that way they feel like the opportunity is worth it. They're not just wasting their time. Hundred percent. Then you hit up someone like On the Run Podcast, have them come out, uh, uh, sponsor it, put their logo on there. Shit, I'll host. You, Let me know that shit. type of shit. Like, nigga, yeah. you gotta. You gotta reach out to other people that's really doing shit. And it's not just throwing a party no more. Yeah, but that's that's what I mean. See, like doing this, right? I get to interact with so many people that I fuck with. Yeah. So let's say eventually this shit gets big, and I'm like, fuck, I want a book <laughs> show. Let me hit up the homie Trendsetter. Exactly. Bro, how do I organize a show? You already got Tell the relationship. Me, show me the relation. <laughs> show me. Show me the logistics. What do I gotta do? Yeah. What do I gotta plan for? What yep. what, I, what should I expect? What problems am I gonna run into? Yep. We organize that shit. And then last week I had somebody that fucking owns a food truck. Bro, come cater the event. Set up your truck right yep. there. And people don't know that. Just, make fucking just having bread. multiple artists that you can get on the phone with and call and say, hey, bro, are you down to perform? And let's say someone like me that's, hey, bro, I'll come do it for free. Tomorrow, bro, I need you. Yeah, I'm there. You know how important that is. You and know I how valuable that is. Think about yeah. like you throw a festival out here in Vegas. 
all it takes is getting a venue. Yeah, basically. Book a venue, you throw a festival, you find eight to ten artists, right? You got translated for showdown. You got this person. Just all off, off relationships. Then at the end of the night, you look you, you look at your pocket, you look at your, damn, I made this much much money off of my relationships. I made so much money off of throwing parties and events, off of it all came off of relationships. Not off of just, oh, like, I like this person, so I'm going to have them come. Like, no, like, you have to build relationships. 100%. Because if you got someone working for you for free and they're down, they're down to do whatever for you, like how, for example, you got me now to where you call my phone, hey, Trent said I need this. I'm going to do it because you got you build a relationship. Or or opposite. Yeah. If this shit blows up, you're like, hey, bro, I'm dropping an album. Come do an interview, promote the album. Feel me? I'll put that shit everywhere, post it on social media. I help whatever with this. It is. Oh, yeah. yo, oh, hey, bro, I, you want to do this? You want to do this? I'm a vest. Okay, I'm bringing an artist to you. A celebrity artist might be in town. Trent said, I see you kicking it with someone, so can he come down for an interview? Yeah, you got the building open? <laughs> they come word. to do, you feel word, me? Word, word, word. Like, it gets that real, bro, like for real. 100%, but people don't see that. No, man. Real shit, man. All right, let them know once again where they can yeah. find you. Just a little reminder. So, boom, I gave you out a Twitter, Instagram.com slash Trent Lifestyle, T-R-E-N-D-S-E-T-T-A, Lifestyle, baby. Tap in with me, man. Trendsetter lifestyle. Um, y'all can tap in on YouTube. Trendsetter. Like I said, there is a lot of other trendsetters out there, but I am the only one. You type it on Google, you will see my black face pop up. My pretty face. <laughs> you gonna see Trendsetter. Shout out, man. Follow my <laughs> follow my page. Uh, yeah, at man. Real OTR Podcast on Instagram. Hey, make, hey, if you tuning in, man, because I, I know I got a lot of influence with y'all, man. So if you tuning in, follow my boy, man, for real, man. He gave me an opportunity to do this podcast today. You feel me? There's nothing going on else in the city right now for me to do. And I was able to come here and do this content with him and put my message out and be able to show y'all some love, man. So, man, yes, shout sir. out to run. Yes, sir. I appreciate you coming out, man. Uh, at Real OTR Podcast on Instagram. Uh, at On The Run Pod on TikTok. On The Run yeah, Podcast on. Facebook page. And go ahead and follow my personal Instagram at AKABTG. We'll see y'all next week for another episode. Peace.